Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Marketing Miss Podcast. I am Tobaria. I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about another fun myth that you have to own every variation of your domain URL. So that means dot solutions dot web dot computer all those different variations and extensions so Aaron right off the bat what do you think about this myth I like this myth um, I think uh, I had a good time looking into this myth I, I had some personal I think oh. opinions <laughs> on this myth going into it and I'm not going to say that they were changed a little bit but uh, they're less strong as there was before. So uh-huh. I'll just put that out there. All right. And I didn't know much about this myth either, but for me, it was kind of an eye opener because I think one of the things I've always kind of been taught, and by taught, I mean self taught, is that you want to own all those different kind of extensions so nobody right. buys it up and then has it associated with something that's not involved with your business at all. So mm. that was my first experience or education right what buying different domains i don't know yeah so you want to jump into it yeah i want to go back a little bit and just and talk to what is a domain just oh. so make sure we're all on the same page Let's here at the table and go through the pieces of the of a domain or uh and so I'm going to break it down from the very beginning of, of when you when you type it in on your uh, box up in Google on the top there. So the HTTP colon backslash backslash or HTTPS colon backslash backslash is considered the, the protocol. So that's what that piece is called. That That's less relevant for today. Uh, but then the WWW part is called the subdomain. And then if you're looking at the marketingmisspodcast.com, so marketingmisspodcast.com is considered the domain name and then the .com is considered the top level domain. And if you put those two together, so the domain name and the top level domain, so marketingmisspodcast.com, that's considered the root domain. So there's levels to it. There's different levels to different things and they're relevant to different conversations. But for us today, we'll be talking about the domain name, the top level domain, and then the root domain. And so, uh, people think that we need to, we should own marketingmiss.com, marketingmisspodcast.com, marketingmiss.podcast, marketingmisspodcast.biz, all those other top level domains that you see out there. And so that's what we're going to bust. And of course, you know, me being a stats guy, got to throw some stats <laughs> out here. Take a stab at how many websites there are out right now. 1.2 trillion. Not that far off. 1.9 billion websites. That's it? I mean, that's a lot of websites, man. That's a lot of websites. This is like... <laughs> that's a lot of websites. I don't know. T's underwhelmed by my 1.9 billion stat here, but... You know, I just... The only reason I'm underwhelmed is because I know in today's um, tech-savvy culture that yeah. pretty much as soon as you're born, you get a website. It's, it's like... Right. It's, it's that easy now to produce websites, it especially is. with places like Wix and yeah. um, blogspot.com. It's... Yeah. It's very easy to get a website. So Yeah. No, I hear you. And so from 2016 to 2017, the amount of web websites increased by 69%. So wow. over doubled, right? Yeah. No. Over half. Anyway. Yeah. Math. That's a lot. <laughs> math. So what I thought was interesting, though, is that over 75% of websites are not even 
active, but just park domains. So like if you own the domain and there's no website attached to it, and if I'm sure everybody's gone to a, a domain or typed something in wrong where it says, you can buy this from GoDaddy, or they've got a bunch of like ads and stuff there. Mm-hmm. So 75% of websites of that 1.9 billion are just unactive park domains, which is kind of depressing. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of potential out there that somebody could use uh, spark a new idea with all these unused domains. Yeah, and then the only thing is somebody owns all those domains. So it's like... I don't know. When you're talking about trying to pick a domain for your web, for your business, um, there's a lot of them that are already gone. I don't know if you guys have out there been looking at domains lately, but trying to find the mybusinessname.com is really, really hard to find. And so that's why they've introduced in the past few years a lot of these new top-level domains. So the uh, .co, .cc, .online, there's a ton of them out there. There's actually over a thousand top-level domains right now. Mm-hmm. And so I want to start out with the pros of buying every single domain that's related to yours. So I want to do the marketing myths podcast and I want to do it with marketing myth podcast. So without the S on all these different variations, I want to buy the, you know, the, the, all the different top level domains. Um, So the pros of that is exactly what you said. One of the main pros is that, uh, no one else can buy them. Mm-hmm. So you are essentially owning your domain and your no one else can go out and buy marketing myth podcast and then create a podcast and a website around it. And is there a real legitimate threat for that? Or is that more just want to have our bases covered? So, and we'll get to this after a little bit too. My personal opinion is that no, it's, there's not a big deal. <laughs> if you're McDonald's, if you're Apple, mm-hmm. if you're these huge companies. Yeah, you should own everything. Because, I mean, even not too long ago, I don't know if you heard this story, but they came, somebody came out with a dot sucks domain, top level domain. Oh, I didn't hear about this story. It's crazy. And so they charge these huge brands like $10,000 or something just crazy to buy the their McDonald's dot sucks. So then some guy <laughs> couldn't go out and buy it and then just create a hater McDonald's page. Wow. So there's like the ultimate like PR. Exactly. Attack. Like let's exactly. save the brand face and just go ahead and do this now and get it out of the way. Make sure that mm-hmm. no harm can come from this. Exactly. But like anybody else though, like a small mom and pop. Right. Marketingmips.com. Yeah. We probably won't have... I mean, maybe we could. This is a great idea. Maybe there will be somebody out there trying to. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna be huge. Don't get me wrong. Big but. (laughs) I mean, if somebody comes out and focus and and wants to create a marketing miss podcast, I mean, it's competition. It'll make us better. Yeah. If we want to keep going, we'll make them better. I mean, competition in a capitalist society is a good thing. That's a conversation for another day. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And so. Yeah, I mean, let's just get to it now. I, I'm a big advocate of focusing on yourself and what you can uh, change and do versus focusing on other people and your competitors. Before we go too down deep down the rabbit hole, let's finish up the pros. I feel like you have more yeah, pros. Yeah, I had a couple more. Uh, let's, let's go through that those. That was a good one. Let's go through those because I wanted to make sure that we show... Oh, I'll get to all the pros. Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't get me wrong, but I'll get to all the pros. But I think you could focus on what you do because mm-hmm. you can change what you do. You can't change what your 
what your competitors do. So I think if you've got a unique name, let's say Nike or whatever, or, you know, you're going to be big someday. I think the more, the, the bigger deal is to trademark your name and trademark your brand and that, because then you have a legal, uh, stance if somebody goes in and buys your your other domain and let's say they or they buy a, a an extension of your domain mm-hmm. and it's a gene- and it's it's very it's not a common word i mean we could never we could never uh, copyright marketing miss podcast is too general, right? Yeah. But if we had a specific Tobaria's marketing miss podcast, that's more specific. So if somebody came in and bought Tobaria's marketing myths podcast.co and we, this podcast got bigger, we trademarked that name. We could legally go to them and say, Hey, your name's not Tobaria. My name is Tobaria. <laughs> your name is obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so you don't have any right to squat essentially on that domain and you would have legal ramifications then at that point. So trademark, you know, figure out what you can do, build your brand. That's a better strategy than, and then worrying about your competitors. But if you have like a specific demographic or if you have a specific, uh, um, product, let's say, or, or, or if you have, you have different categories of product, sometimes it may make sense to have, uh, domains relating to those specific products or to your specific demographic. One thing that pops into mind is like a car dealership. Mm-hmm. There, if you have a car dealership that's in multiple cities, you know, it may benefit you to have a Sioux Falls Aaron's Auto.com and then a Brandon Valley Aaron's Auto.com. And then when somebody goes to those domains, it just goes to the my website, but it goes to like the soup, the cars just available in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Or just available in that location. That makes sense. Um, or we were talking earlier, we were doing a campaign local or internally to a connected TV internal marketing thing. Mm-hmm. If we had keymediasolutions.com slash connected TV with a subfolder or like connected TV marketing.com or something like that. If we focus and we, we drove our traffic to that domain and that went to our website and things like that, that could make sense. Or if you have a general categories of products, having a domain around those, uh, Sometimes it makes sense. Exactly. And so those are the main pros. Now, there's definitely a way to do that. And this is getting a little bit technical, and I won't dive totally into the weeds. Mm-hmm. But you need to pick your one domain, your 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 main domain, um, and own that one. And if you want to have different domains, what you need to do is not, and this is doesn't sound technical, but devs will know, don't point that domain to your website. You need to 301 redirect that domain to your main domain. So I'll use Key Media Solutions as an example. Our main domain is keymediasolutions.com. But when you type in keymedia.solutions, that redirects to keymediasolutions.com. So if you notice up in the URL bar there, if you type in keymedia.solutions, when you go to the website, that'll change to keymediasolutions.com. Okay. Everybody listening, go ahead and type it into your URL box and give it a try. Yeah, You'll see what Aaron's talking about here. And this 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 kind of segues into a main major con, which is if you don't do that, and let's say we didn't redirect that, what it would do is essentially Google when it crawled those domains, it would register those as two separate websites. 
And then what it would do is crawl your website and the websites would be exactly the same and you would get hammered on your duplicate content from an SEO standpoint. Wow. And so that's that's a major, major pro. But a way to get around that is redirecting domains to your main domain and not pointing your other domains to your main domain. Now, again, the king, we can get in the weeds and get real nerdy <laughs> with that, but just kind of take that for what that is. Um, and a lot of people think too that, oh, if I have a bunch of domains that have a bunch of keywords related to my business, that'll help me out. Now, this is where it gets a little bit gray because I ha- I, I did see a, some places where they're like, yeah, key ri- keyword rich um, domains will help with your SEO. Mm-hmm. But from the main sources um, and from like the Moz, like big SEO factors, uh, they say it doesn't matter. So what you need to focus on uh, and some recommendations for your domain name when you're picking out domain names uh, is, again, concentrate your efforts on one optimized, easy to use domain. Mm-hmm. OK, and then to keep your domain, keep it short, easy to remember, easy to type, easy to say, and then use broad keywords if it makes sense. And I'll give you an example here is freshcutlandscaping.com. Now I just made that up. Now landscaping would be a broad keyword there. If I just put freshcut.com, I mean, that could be landscaping. It could be a haircut place. You don't really, yeah, you don't really know what that means. And so by putting in landscaping, it makes it obvious what your business does and it keeps your domain catchy, unique and things like that. Avoid hyphens. And again, guys, this is, this is a big one. Everywhere I looked, recommended to get your .com and, and use that as your main domain. Why did they say that? They just, they everyone said that that still carries more authority than other .biz, .net, .co's, and things like that. Now, the difference is a .gov. That I, that carries way more. Well, it carries more authority than a .com, but only government agencies can use that. .org carries more authority. How about .info? .info does not. Does not. So your .info, your .nets, your .biz are considered secondary, top-level domains, depending on who you're talking to. That supposedly do not carry as much weight as the .com. Now, if you've been out there looking for a domain lately, it's really hard to find. A dot com because there are 1.9 billion of them out there, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Now, I, I actually see this changing a little bit because relatively recently, Google has gotten into the domain reselling game. Yeah. So you can buy through Google and I recommend buying your domains through Google. And this is just a one-off thing. It's just because it's easy and they make it easy outside of a GoDaddy makes it almost impossible. But go since Google is selling domains, it doesn't make sense for them to give less authority to dot co's, yeah. dot solutions, dot online, because they're selling them. Why would we sell you this domain name that's going to rank horribly when we crawl in the website. Exactly. Yeah. That, so they did come out and, and I could be mistaken, but they came out a little while ago saying, Hey, no dot com is where it's at. You you need a dot com. But they've kind of went back on that 
ever since they got into the domain selling business. Um, and that makes sense. And so as I see, I see a couple things. So Google is selling domains, but also too, there are so many dot coms out there and it's really hard to find a short, catchy, unique dot com anymore where a lot of people are going to dot co's, dot cc's, dot, you know, whatever makes sense. And so I see them kind of reeling back on that a little bit. So here's my question is, so does the super random dot roughing mm-hmm. domain names do they carry less rank when you when you look at do they carry less rank than your dot nets and dot infos or are they pretty comparable yeah so i don't know i haven't seen a lot of info out there like at least data around that mm-hmm. um is there any value in having there, a so there's dot roughing so if the top level domain is available, there's a couple that are important. And a lot of them is uh, like the .us, the country labels. Mm-hmm. So France is like .fr and there's a bunch of country labels out there. Um, if you're a United States company and you are doing business in a different company or a different country and then that website has is in a different language, your m- m- marketing miss podcast .fr will hold more weight in France mm-hmm. if it's written in French and it's targeted towards those people, you know, to the French people and things like that, then your .com that is English. So those make sense. Um, another good use is like on the .info or on some pages, um, there's .about, I don't know, off the top of my head right now. But if if that directs to a specific area of your website, that makes sense. Um, you know, some you know, agencies with a dot agency or, you know, I mean, there's dot rocks, there's dot, (laughs) you know, there's dot dot, you know, yeah. You know, there's things like that, which are, are fun. Yeah. Um, and I think for like one off landing page campaigns, I think those could be really cool just to get out there and, and get your, your, your no domain out there. But again, those need to redirect to your main domain Mm -hmm. and you don't need to go out and buy all the different ones. And I mean, yeah, you can, uh, go daddy can lure you in for a dollar a year, but after that you're getting into the 15 plus dollars a year. And if you buy a 20 plus domains, you're going to have to renew those every year and you're not, you're never going to use them. Mm-hmm. If you're a big company, if you're worried about somebody stealing your name or, you know, your, your intellectual property, I mean, that that's a case for it. But, I personally wouldn't wait spend your money on it. I would find a good solid dot com and build your brand around that dot com and and go from there. So I'm gonna say Aaron Bloomer's personal opinion is this myth is busted. And I'm gonna ride with you. I think that this myth is busted. Um it does not seem like the best investment of your business dollars to own up all of these different domains and subdomains. So just basically to wrap up this episode, you said it's just best to have your .com. Yeah. There's no, there's no proof that it makes SEO or better. It can hurt, but there is a, there is, it can hurt your SEO if it's, if it's crawling them as duplicate content, but it can make them significantly better, but it can't make them significantly better. Right. And, and, but, and so from a technical standpoint, there's really no 
benefit. But if you're going to be using it for specific campaigns, different things like that, if you want to protect your brand, then yeah, it makes sense as long as you do it correctly. All right, everybody listening out there, let us know what you think in the comments and leave a leave a little note for us. Let us know if you use multiple domain names, if you've seen any huge benefits from it. Um, if you think we're right on this one, seeing that this myth is busted, please go ahead and like it and share it and make sure that everybody else could listen in and get in on the discussions as well. Definitely. As a reminder, you can find Marketing Miss Podcasts wherever there are podcasts available. So this Apple, Anchor, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Box, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter at Marketing Myths. You also find us on Facebook, Marketing Myths. So, once again, thanks for joining us, everybody. I am Tobaria, and I am Aaron, and this myth is busted. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next time.